Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. I'm in the backyard with my daughter Meg, who is practicing her archery. <laughs> Whoa, that hit the target. Yeah. Ooh. You're pretty good with this bow and arrow. Let me get going. And uh, is it hard doing the bow and arrow? Yeah, it's it up and shooting. Oh, be quiet while you're shooting. Hey, okay. Are you done shooting? Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? I mean, you don't, it's more than just pulling the string back and shooting, isn't it? You, you got to aim at the target. Oh, okay. So you just kind of focus, aim, and shoot. Just like that? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine headed my way. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Mr. on my shoulder. Why the happy song? Well, it's a beautiful day. and It is. The rain has finally stopped here in the Midwest. We've had so much rain here. The sun is shining, yeah. And, you know... As the psalmist said, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. So well, I'm, I'm, it's better than being sick like I was the last time. Yeah. Although I had the first and the last word last time. Uh, yes, you did. That was kind of fun. <laughs> I don't get that very much. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Sorry. Okay. Well, everybody. Um, today... We're following up on last week. Last week we had Paul speaking about, uh, 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 um, what was he speaking about? Do you uh, remember? He was talking Osik about one? the law and the Pharisees ah. and, and the, the... And he wants to throw it all away as rubbish and garbage and a pile of dung because he wants to know Christ and only Christ. Mm-hmm. Today we're picking up with verse 12 of chapter 3 to see now that he's thrown all that away, what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Not that I have already obtained all this, obtained or what? have already oh, been. I think we may have, maybe maybe we better go back a little bit here. And, you think so? Yeah, <laughs> obtained okay. what? Uh, let's go to Philippians three, starting at verse ten. I want to know Christ. Ah, to know Christ and the power of His resurrection to be raised, and the fellowship of sharing in His sufferings. Uh, we talked about the fellowship of the sufferings. Mm-hmm. And that is a mark that that holds us with Christ. Mm -hmm. Becoming like him in his death, and so, somehow, to attain to the resurrection from the dead. That somehow is not the how, but when, and he, for the resurrection of the dead. Okay, all right. Now then, verse 12. Not that I have already attained all this, or have already been made perfect but 
I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of for me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. For, as I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is their destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. There's a lot there. I think we're going to have to talk a bit more about this. As I think about these verses, a lot of things jump out at me. One was the word attain. I think it was mentioned a couple times, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Uh, in verse 12, mm-hmm. we have the word obtain. Obtain, okay. Not that I have already obtained all this. Okay. But then in, in verse uh, 16, mm-hmm. only let us live up to what we have already attained. So 12 is OB, obtained, and, mm-hmm. and 16 is attained. Yes. Well, what the heck are the difference of those two there? Well. You know, yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm have... not a dumb stupid. No, no, no. No, I'm just from Wisconsin, you no, know. I was yeah, just going to say, you're, you're, just, bet, you're yeah. just a cheesehead. Hmm. Uh, I'm proud of that. <laughs> I had to check it, too, because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, To obtain something means to get, acquire, or secure something. To attain to something means to achieve something that you've worked and desired. Hmm. So I'm attaining goals. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. Attaining goals. But obtain means... Well, I thought you were going to say the word gold when you said attaining gold. A gold. Oh, gold. I'd hold gold yeah, so, so that I can you would obtain, obtain it. You would obtain that. So I'm holding it. But you would attain a goal. Like, goal. 
or oh, achieve something. Okay. You're right. So Paul here is saying in verse 12, not that I've already obtained it. I'm not holding these things, knowing Christ, my, the resurrection, heaven. No, he's not in heaven yet. So he's, not that I've already obtained those. But then in verse 16, he is noting that in that we've attained a certain level. Mm-hmm. I suppose that would mean a, a level of life and maturity of Christianity. We can get into that more. Well, I guess that shoots down that. I was going to jump all over something with the way I thought they were both attain, and I was going <laughs> to jump all excited over that. What do you hear in these verses? Anything hmm. in particular that jumped out at you? A theme uh, that right run through it? Um, well, let's see. There's uh, what... Paul says about um, uh, what Christ Jesus took hold of uh, for me. Um, um, I uh, oh, again, that matches the word obtain. Mm-hmm. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has already took hold of for me. me. So mm-hmm. there is that switcheroo there. Ah, oh, see, I was onto something. So Jesus grabs me, even though I haven't grabbed. E- Whatever. Him yet. Okay. Or, or yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, um, that is kind of neat to know that Jesus has grabbed me, held me. He's already got me. That's comforting. Very comforting. And he's already obtained that eternal life for us. Okay. Uh, then going on. I like the picture in verse 13 of what Paul says, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward that which is ahead. Oh, were you ever in a running race? Oh, a few small ones when I was a kid. Well, about the know? same for me, but I, I, and that's what I remember is, is being not in first or second, but near the last, and, and straining to be not the last, I had to mm-hmm. push it so I could beat out Tim. <laughs> straining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes a lot of effort and energy. It does. Mm. And you don't look at the steps behind you. And I'm told, don't look back to see who's trying to catch up with you is a good idea. Oh, my gosh. There's been times, being a football fan, I know that sometimes the receiver will catch a bomb and he's running and and he thinks, I've got it. And and he kind of turns to look back. And just as he turns and looks back, the the defender comes up and whacks the ball out of his hand and grabs it. And so instead of doing this great touchdown, he fumbled and he lost the touchdown, lost the ball, and the other team's on the field. It's because he looked back. Mm. Oh, it's a, just a disaster. Yeah. Pressing on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What's the prize that I'm called heavenward towards? Hmm. Could the theme be here maybe eternal life? Life with God? Sometimes we call it heaven? Yeah, I was just going to say, could the prize not just be heavenward, but heaven? That would make some sense. Thinking again, last week we were talking about how Paul threw away all the earthly stuff that he had amassed, his righteousness. He tosses it away to know Christ, Mm 
And then it says, not that I've already obtained, now we plug that in, eternal life. Mm -hmm. I press towards this mark of getting eternal life. Yeah, I think it would. And then that would also fit the last verse about um, shedding this, um, um, what body was it? In, in the glorified body. The, uh, oh, uh, enables us to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly Lowly body, transform, bodies. change or transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body. So that is the end of time. So this really is a description of, of life for Paul reaching into heaven. archery in order to send the arrow not just onto the target not just into the target but into the center the the key zero center which we call the bull's eye of the target the archer needs to be highly focused directing all attention not to the left not to the right not to behind but fully on that mark in order that he or she may send the arrow directly there. Yeah, shut up. I'm shooting. Oh, be quiet while you're shooting. Okay. And it's only when the arrow is sent directly to the mark that when in a competition, the person receives the prize. And so Paul makes it very clear that our goal, our mark, is heaven. <laughs> but uh, do we always keep our eyes on that goal? Or do we get distracted? Do we look toward other things? Hmm. <laughs> pattern on the board. Yeah, no, there we go. Alright, make sure my hands are away from the bandsaw blade. They are. And let's turn this on and cut out this pattern. Here you go. Now what is this? Well, can you figure it out? Uh, it's made of wood. Uh, to me it looks like there's one piece of wood sort of glued onto another, but I could be wrong about nope, that. Nope, that's right. That's right. Okay. It's uh, sort of a half, oh, uh, sort of a half circle shape, but not quite. Uh, and, oh, looks like, uh, it's, if I hold it like this, it sort of looks like a bird of some sort. That's right. It's a duck. Oh. It's a duck. Now I can see the head and the tail and... And that's its wing, that extra piece put on there. I wondered what that, how mm -hmm. that related. That's neat. How... Well, did you do this? Uh -huh, I did it, yeah. 
How did you do it? Well, at first I cut out a pattern in paper, and so I uh, wanted to make sure, because with scissors you can take your time and cut it out. It's real th- actually, it's Braille paper. And then I uh, 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 taped it onto the board, and I cut that out on my bandsaw. You cut this yourself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and you cut out the, the, the pattern yourself? Yeah, yeah. With the pattern, that's I just more than I can do. followed it along. And you got to be careful with a bandsaw. That's why it's called it's a band. The, the blade is this giant, uh, I think it's 60 inches in uh, uh, piece of, uh, of, of metal with so teeth on it. So that's about five feet worth of teeth, is mm-hmm, that right, mm-hmm, in diameter right, or something? Right, right. And it's on two wheels, and it cuts out patterns very thin, and that's what you let you make do all the curves and things. Wow, this yeah. is neat. My dad loves to do uh, uh, bandsaw work, and, and he always uses patterns. That's kind of how I learned it was from my dad. And, and, and when you have a pattern it's it's it, at first it might not seem right but once you follow the pattern it comes out exactly the very same way let us all live up to what we have already attained join with others in following my example brothers And take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. No, silly. I'm talking things like kindness, compassion toward others, serving others, not gossiping. To recap what we've done so far in this lesson, verse 12, Paul starts by speaking about heaven. Heaven is a goal that we aim and take uh, focus on, forgetting what's behind, moving forward, uh, seeking the prize, knowing that even as we try to obtain it, Jesus has obtained us by what he did on the cross. By what he has done, he actually gives us but takes us at the same time gives us eternal life but takes us into eternal life in this discussion now of heaven which will continue in a moment paul rightly after mentioning follow the pattern of life we live mentions what the anti-pattern is or the opposite of what we shouldn't be And with that, we read verses uh, 18 and 19. For, as I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is their destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. And so when we take our eyes off the mark, wow, was Paul ever descriptive. What, were, what was the first thing he, he, he called the person that takes his eye off the mark? Is distracted, looks the other way, 
enemies of the cross of enemies Christ. Enemies of the cross. And then I noticed there were five of them. If you jump to the last one, what's that one? Mind on earthly things. Yeah, I think those two really are dovetailing together. Mm-hmm. Enemies of the cross, because their mind's not on heaven, but on earthly things. Mm-hmm. And now the three in between those bookends describe extremely uh, something fascinating. And those three are? Destiny is destruction. Means that's what's going to happen. Finally, they're going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. God is stomach. Mm, we'll come to that in a second. Glory is shame. Glory is their shame. It occurred to me, Paul is writing to to people in Philippi. Philippi is a Roman colony, and they had a lot of Roman gods. And Cecilia, uh, you looked up a little on this, didn't you? I did. Uh, Their main god, or the god that they seemed to uh, like to uh, worship most, was Sylvanus. Sylvanus was the god of agriculture and the countryside. Hmm. And Sylvanus, so he was god of crops and uh, estates. And when they worshipped him, they offered him sacrifices. They would sacrifice grain and grapes and milk and meat and wine and pigs. Mm, things for the stomach. Their God is their stomach. And if I'm not mistaken, those gods also were fertility gods. And many times, and uh, we didn't find this, but it wouldn't surprise me, with fertility gods, the way that you please this God is that you have sexual relations with the uh, temple, temple prostitutes. Pri- priests and prostitutes, yes. yes. And thereby would be their glory is their shame. Yo, Martha, I've felt do the crops this week. How shameful that would be to have sexual relations with a priestess of the temple. As Christians... What do we offer to our living God rather than the gods of the woods in our worship? A contrite heart, a submissive spirit, a willing spirit, our service to others, prayer, praise, adoration, most of all, we offer ourselves. That's a mighty different list than that which was given by the Roman religion. So that we don't lose track of where we've come and and Paul's discussion, you may remember we started this lesson with uh, verse 12. And we noted as we looked at 12 through the end of the chapter, verse 21, that really this is talking about heaven. And in this discussion about heaven, Paul took various avenues and turns. Well, in the last two verses here, he gives us a wonderful picture a picture of which I, I think we all, even in the 21st century, can relate to. But our citizenship is in heaven, 
and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Now, to help us understand this really well, we need to put on our first century ears and hear it as those Christians did in Philippi. So, Cecilia, will you reread it and be ready, because I'm going to interject some thoughts with it. But our citizenship is in heaven. Not our citizenship is at Rome. And we eagerly await a Savior from there. And we are terrified that a Caesar may come from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control. The Caesar by the might of his legions, is able to bring everything under control, will transform our lowly bodies, will crush our lowly bodies, so that they will be like his glorious body, that they will not be alive and conquering like his Roman body. You see, I think the hearers heard this with an echo of the Roman Empire in the background. And that's what makes it so wonderful to hear. And now with that in mind, with the uncertainty of a Roman Empire ready to crush anyone that's not of the Empire, which is true about us in this world spiritually, because we have a foe, an enemy, the devil, from which we were snatched from his dominion and citizenship to a different one. Reread these verses, please. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. And thus we have the promise of the resurrection. As Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. We welcome your feedback and comments. Please write to us at info, I-N-F-O, at not-alone, N-O-T, dash a-l-o-n-e dot net and as God constantly reminds us 
We are not alone. Credits Robert Vaughn, our interlude musician. Segment. <laughs> Remember where we are. That would be segment 10. Okay. I think to which we all, even this. Blah, 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 blah. And he doesn't want it because it's worthless and he clings. That's thunder. Yes, it is. <laughs>